Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your host, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. No Kenny today. Nope. And no live YouTube. No live YouTube. Some no. technical difficulties there. But, but we'll have worked out by Thursday. Yep. We're going to record this for you anyway. Uh, we're going to do this. This is only going to be on Apple and Spotify. And obviously, you know that if you're listening to it. But uh, this episode, and I'm going to preface before... Preface? Is that preface? Preface. Yeah. Before uh, we actually announce what this episode is, even though you you can read it for yourself now at this point. At this point, they'll know the title, this, of, the know the title of the episode. That's but all right. That's all right. We're working on it here. <laughs> Maybe they haven't looked. Um, this episode, we'll just call it, it's going to be uh, It's going to be uh, episode, will be on 156. Oh, and you're going to ask me that, huh? We're on 156, I think, now. We're freaking getting up there. I know we're up there. Back in my day when we started podcasts. <laughs> You knew what episode you were on. Uh, let's see. Episode. We had 150. 155. Gonna... It hasn't been posted yet. We're going to be posting that shortly. And then, yeah, so this is 156. All right, cool. And this one's going to be called The Danger of Masonic Clicks. Danger. The Danger of Masonic Clicks in a Lodge. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. But anyway, in all seriousness, uh, we're going to get into that, and I will preface it yes preface. with a story and you guys will get i hope a good laugh out of it because i uh raise the blood pressure of my worshipful master in this lodge and uh it's, i enjoy doing which it. which is the right and privilege of every past master <laughs> uh but anyway before we get into that we got some things to do and we're going to start with you uh worship brother joe you want to read some likes yes we're going to read some likes uh this we've got quite name. a few new ones since Ooh. uh the last episode we've got ivan gaspar We've got Vern Stone. We've got Gary L. Fuller III. Daniel Valdez. Logan Sneed. Robert Wright. Jake Trombley. Holy shit. And Josh Jenkins. All new likes since That's the last That's awesome. Episode. So, yeah. uh, I think it's customary that, you know, I, I love the fact that we get new likes, but I think we need to make fun of a couple of them. If we can, because I understand if we're making fun of you or your name, it's because it's all out of love. Yes, right? absolutely. So the first one is, the very first one you read was... Ivan Gaspar. All I thought of in my head was, rock the Gaspar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the other one was uh, Jacob Trombley. Jacob Trombley. So yeah. he was actually... Uh, Jake Trombley. Jake, Jake Trombley. Jake Trombley was actually a uh, character in uh, the show on HBO, Generation Kill, and he was the one that was a little, like, little, little freaking, little messed up in the head, little, 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 yeah, just a hair. So anyway, but the first one, rock the Gaspar. That's rock, rock the Gaspar. <laughs> so there we go. That's a good one. Um, but uh, so let's toast him. 
All and right. What are we toasting with today? Actually, uh, we're actually toasting with something a little different. It's mm-hmm. uh, New England Cider Company, based out of Wallingford, Connecticut, hard apple cider, and this is their fresh blend. Which, if you uh, are a fan of apple cider and hard apple cider, this kind of tastes a lot like the jug apple cider that you get right yeah. from the grocery store. Mm. Um, but it's and it, like you don't even taste the alcohol in it. Right. And, uh, but it, it, it's it's very nice. And I grabbed this stuff on like uh, and I, please don't take this the wrong way. This New England uh, Cider Company. Don't take this the wrong way. Oh, but boy, they could be a I was looking for that stuff called, uh, which is also as good. It's called Loyal. Have you ever had it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's good. The, um, it's half, like the hard seltzer vodka stuff, mm, right? This one I had was half lemonade, half iced tea. Okay. And it's like 9% alcohol. Yep. And I was like, oh, I want this shit. So I'm looking through the, through the, you know, through the, the coolers, and I'm like, damn it, they don't have it. So then I grab this stuff. I'm like, nah. all right, whatever. So I grab this uh, Fresh Blend New England Cider Company hard apple cider, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's I've really actually been good. there. It's, it's, it's really good. So I'll be buying that stuff again. But oh, So there you go. There's a, there's a free plug for Very for, autumnal <laughs> for this time of year in New England. Um, but uh, the the other thing is, so, oh, we didn't toast them yet. Joe. All yeah. right. Brother, right hand to arm. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Beautiful. So uh, two other orders of business, and uh, this one goes out to a brother, Brandon Sanders. He's a Freemason in Virginia. Um, His wife reached out to us, and she said he's an avid listener. Uh, You've answered some of his questions on air before. He is currently in surgery because he's having complications from a previous surgery when he had cancer removed. I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy. Uh, I would love if you guys could give him a shout-out or something later and let him know his brothers are pulling for him. We most certainly are. Absolutely. Uh, we, we've... Uh, Some might be pulling more than others. Yes. Uh, well, we've done things for uh, Right Worship Brother Chip and uh, for cancer and everything. So uh, let us know if there's anything that we can do. She said, I am also attaching my SD shop link for his face mask I made him. He wore it back for surgery. She attached it to us, and we will commission Rafferty or somebody to put it on all the, the social media platforms, considering that I'm still in life sentence. Sounds like a good job for Rafferty. 18 in life to go. Well, you're, you're serving concurrent <laughs> sentences right now, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm not just sure you want to talk about that. I didn't do anything wrong, okay? But uh, we'll yeah. talk about that after okay. this. Let's give uh, let's give uh, brother Brian Sanders from Virginia uh, and his wife a huge shout out. Uh, we're gonna lead by toast, and uh, if you're listening to this, please pray for this brother and uh, go on to the link on the Freemasons podcast on Facebook, and uh, I will commission Rafferty to put that up. Get on it, Raff. Shortly. So. Brother, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brother. Vivat. 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 Pulling for you, brother. Just hang in there. And may I do uh, one little last quick toast? Oh. We've got a, uh, <laughs> we've got a, a podcast family uh, birthday coming up on uh, ah, Monday. Not sure when this... Uh, 
episode will drop, but Tonight. it is coming up on, okay, so tomorrow is a birthday of our, our favorite HR consultant, Susan, mm-hmm. who will be celebrating a birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday. I'd like to propose a, a little toast to her. Fire away. Brother, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire on. Together, brother. Viva, viva, viva. All right. Um, we do have a question that came uh, across to us. Um, but it came from Jim Rafferty, who put it in our group, because uh, we're part of the Group Me app. Uh, and he, there's some a brother who's talking about joining the Grotto. Uh, had some thoughts on joining the Grotto, but wanted to get a real insight if any of you have had an experience. And I apologize, he did not attach a name to this. You suck, Raph. Uh, so if your brother, if you are listening, uh, just know that we're reading it. Uh, we, we're not sure what your name is, but uh, I'm sure Rafferty will rectify that. Um, but he was wondering uh, why grottos are not, uh, are not in every state. They are precluded from any jur- are they precluded from any jurisdictions? The reason for this leads into my next area of contemplation. I am active duty military and move around, so I didn't want to join the grotto in my current area, only to move to the area where they are not. Thank you for your service. Happy Veterans Day coming up on uh, Wednesday. Uh, more on the military front. Finding it more and more difficult to continue my work in the craft. I have been in the craft for nearly 13 years, but I have been unable to ascend to the east because I start working my way through the chairs, but before I make it to the east, I end up moving due to the military. This is common not only in Blue Lodge, but in other bodies as well. So, do you want to take this one to start? Yeah, I mean, as far as I don't know much about the grotto, mm-hmm. uh, I do know. A, I wish Kenny was here. We'll have him address brothers that uh, that are members. Uh, I just don't know enough about it to, to comment. I'm not sure why they're not active in in every state. I don't think I've never heard of them being uh, in trouble or, or not recognized uh, by jurisdictions. But again, it's unfortunately not my area of expertise. Um, as far as the the military piece on it. Um, and him moving around and um, not being able to, to jump in line and whatnot. Probably the, we could reach out to our Discord community. We've got a lot of uh, active duty and former duty uh, military members in there that might have some insight. So we'll, we'll tap into those resources. But uh, I would also just reach out within. Um, there's got to be some kind of Masonic military network either on Facebook or in some sort of social media, or maybe right. there's somebody you can reach out to on base right. that can uh, can give some advice, because I have to think he's not the first person that this has happened to, and well, this somebody should also, certainly be able to help him navigate that. This was also sent to us in text message as well, and uh, I do have Ken Tarwood's response, and I'll, oh, try, okay. I'll try to do my best Ken voice. <clears throat> Get real low there. I am a member. I think it's not as popular in some areas, hence the lack of grottos in some states. Agree with Joe. Don't make the chairs a goal if you're moving around a lot. Wait until things stabilize so you and the craft can get most out of your participation in the line. Not bad. And he's a wisp out not the window, bad. right? No, he just... He's an elemental. He like just in dissipates Chronicles like a, a ghost. <laughs> like he's there and then it just... The spirit of Ken has moved through me! Kind of like when, uh, kind of like when Obi Wan disappears as the Force goes. 
I was going to go with the elemental from, uh, what's it, the Chronicles of Riddick, remember? Okay, yeah, 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 you can go there. We don't fly, we float. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, he, he doesn't leave, he dissipates. Uh, like energy. <laughs> like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this is so much fun when he's not here. <laughs> so like, yeah, you could you could go that route. I'm sure he'd like to think of it more as a uh, a transporter from Star Trek because that's more his speed. But this is a Ken. It's gone, just like Ken. Wait, but does that mean like ten seconds later, our uh, audience members over there are gonna see Ken? <laughs> <laughs> he just he just wafts through. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. Oh shit. Well. You were due, Ken. Sorry, well, you couldn't be here to defend yourself. That's what happens when you can't defend right, yourself. But that's what we got for, uh, for, for, for um, basically, I don't know, housekeeping stuff. So uh, let's get into how this all started and how I kind of was talking to Joe prior to we starting and talking about Masonic Clicks. So I have a confession to make. I, uh, I did raise the blood pressure of my master because uh, here in Connecticut, we uh, yesterday we were supposed to have a master mason degree. Um, our degrees are supposed to be done in hybrid form um, and no touching anybody. And it, it would have taken the experience away from an actual master mason degree because I don't think hybrid will ever do a real master mason degree any justice doing it hybrid. Yeah, no, the, the one part that I really didn't like about it was um and i won't get into specifics of it but there's certain parts of the ritual where the candidate goes through certain Mm -hmm. things he moves about right and because of the hybrid degree that part is taken out Mm -hmm. but in essence we're sitting there going what we would normally do under these circumstances is do this however today (laughs) blah 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 and it's like come on man like it's Right. Um, no, I know. It, it's, it takes it away from it, and I'm sorry, there's nothing better than the experience of three. And I'll leave it at that. Right, right. <laughs> and there's a, there's a certain shock element. Yes. Yep. Involved yep. in the degree. Yes. And then you'd be, it'd be like saying, uh, it'd be like explaining a haunted house or a roller coaster or something right. to somebody. Right. And having them not, well, if you had been on the roller coaster, yeah, you know, you, you would have experienced, you would have felt weightless, and <laughs> if you could only imagine, it just doesn't, it, it it doesn't work. It just doesn't. So I uh, understand why the Grand Lodge did it, right. but it it does take away from the experience. Well, right. yesterday we were supposed to do the Master Mason degree, and Connecticut went back down into Phase Two on Friday. Right. Uh, so the Grand Master fired out an edict that basically said, um, "Yeah, you can't." In essence, all degrees must be done using the hybrid format you can can't have more than uh was it more than 25 people um on a on a stated communication or a special communication that part was added um but yeah it pretty much said all degrees must be done using mm-hmm. the the modified hybrid format so with that being said uh me in my typical fashion uh me and uh, the master and the junior warden were downstairs uh, and i give i gotta give my hats off to uh not only uh, brother Pat Sukas for uh, for participating in my in my shenanigans, and also uh, worshipful brother, uh, worshipful master Perry, for uh, <laughs> being a good sport for what I did. And here we go. This is then we'll get into our topic here. Uh, but we we're sitting down at the bar last night, and you know we went downstairs. We were having a drink. You know, just having a beer before we started it. And I said. Uh, 
Uh, you know Worshipful Master. Like, they literally just shut down. And the Grandmaster's Edict just came out yesterday. This Master Mason was already scheduled. I'm just throwing it out there. You'd probably get away with doing the full form of the degree without hybrid, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I said, listen, you know your part. There's not going to be any purple in their house, right? And he's like, oh. Yeah, I said there's nobody no there's not gonna nobody be, will know nobody will know That'll right fine. <laughs> and so then now Pat Zucas is like dude you know the ritual period we could do this we could do this right I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't pull out everybody's doing it come on everybody's doing <laughs> uh, it Megan I'm on and now I got my now I got my my uh, my further uh, what's the word aggressor or uh, <laughs> antagonist that's yes. the word I'm looking for so then uh, fellow conspirator so now I'm going around right and I'm kind of it, it, rabble rousing where I'm like listen you know hey no purple's gonna be in the house I'm just saying no one's gonna know think about think about your master mason obligation I'll keep the secrets of a master mason right right so <laughs> and he's, he's like yeah but if somebody tells I'm like no one's gonna tell right, you're the master who's, who's, gonna, gonna, who's, gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna go against us right <laughs> so I'm really pushing this right so then <laughs> so now you're I'm terrible. starting to ra- rouse the whole lodge into this shit right unbeknownst and to him every, unbeknownst to him right so we finally get upstairs and the last straw was our senior deacon Gary Tugio where I'm like I pull him aside I'm like yo 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 Perry's downstairs come over come over I'm like when Perry comes up the stairs all I want you to do is just look at him and be like hey what's going on Worshipful I'm ready to go <laughs> So here comes Perry up the stairs, and Gary says to him, he's like, hey, what's going on, Worshipful? He goes, I just want you to know, I'm ready. And he gives him a wink, and Perry goes, what the f-? <laughs> <laughs> So the entire room lost right, it, and right. then he knew that. And then he realized the, you the guys were vibing, right? Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Poor but it was freaking hilarious, and we had a good we had a good fun. And you know, through this COVID thing, you know, in the modified, everyone's got to wear masks and gloves and hazmat suits and mop three NBC suits and shit like that. It's good to poke fun at you know being able to do shit like this. So, mm-hmm. but this brings us to our topic, and the topic is the danger of Masonic clicks. Now. Uh, a couple things. I just want to say that in Lodge, it is okay for like-minded Masons to... Um, well, they tend to gravitate towards each other. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. tend to discuss topics amongst each other because they think similarly. And uh, it's also okay to have difference of opinion. Like, you can have, like... Again, with anything, you're going to have, you know, those for, those against. You're going to have, right. you know, some people who want to take it one way, some want to take it another. The trick to the matter is is to keep it all on the level. So when you're in Lodge, everybody needs to voice that opinion. Right. And discuss Keep it, it. transparent. Keep in, right. in like your, your, And that's why when something is proposed, there's a motion. Second, a discussion. Right. And, and it's then, important to keep that in. Yeah, and then you vote. And then you vote. But what happens with cliques is uh, you have a group of Masons that they'll sit in Lodge and they'll shut up. They won't say a word won't say a word they're not going to go against the master they're not going to show any discontent about whatever's proposed or whatever but what will happen is they will leave the lodge room hey do you believe what this guy's trying to do right we need to vote this down right that is a click absolutely you've just become a click you are now the problem because we're masons we're supposed to be upfront about our feelings our thoughts our opinions and that's what keeps the harmony when you have people or brothers not i don't say people brothers who are going outside now the lodge and pulling other brothers aside it's it's not okay it's not good i mean 
the only exception I would make to that is is when there is discussion about uh, who should move up in the line, if you will. Uh, again, I, I frequent having conversations with uh, masters or the senior warden or the incoming master about who to put where. And right. again, I don't have the final say, but I can give my opinion. And I'd say, listen, this is what I think is best for you. In the end, he could tell me to shit in my hat and do whatever he wants. Exactly. But I, I think he should have a, a good idea of the playing field. And your lodge does it with what? Past masters? Usually, usually past masters are involved, yeah. But in, I mean, in in real, in reality, is it's not different than, you know, when a district deputy gets uh-huh. selected. You have permanent right. voting uh-huh. members getting together, discussing the merits of the candidates, making sure the person's ready for uh-huh. it. Um, so it's really it's right. no different than that, and it's something that people are aware goes on. So it's not right. like we're doing it. Hey, we're going to meet in secret at the mm. Monroe Diner nine o'clock Sunday. Don't tell anybody we're doing it. Right. That's but totally different. Now, the problem with that would be, and this is where if we're going to bring it back around to a click, would be that's the thing. But, you know, let's just say, like, the the permanent members, they come up with a bunch of names. Oh, okay, well, we're going to meet again at a later date, yep. and we'll vote on it. Okay? And those members leave and then instantly hop on their phones. Right. No. No way. I can't vote for this guy. This is what he did to me. Are you with me? Yes. Somebody might be like, honestly, I've, I haven't had many interactions with him, but he seems to be a good guy. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Trust me, he's not a good guy. Yeah, and I'm not talking about just talking to another Mason. Because like, there's nothing wrong with outside of Lodge being like, hey, you're like, you know, I'm not a big fan of this guy. Right. And you came back and we're like, you know, I'm not a fan of him either. The problem is, is that when you start now going phone to phone to Mason to Mason right. You're to politicking. try to corral. Yes, You're politic. Yeah. Absolutely. That's where the problem is. Right. Um. Is it illegal? No. No, uh, but it's not very Masonic. It's not very it's, Masonic. It's frowned upon. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at that point, you could say that um, mm. you're, not, you're, you're not acting by the square and you're not on the level. Because right. you're hiding these feelings. You're not leveling with your brothers by expressing your, your thoughts and ideas. And it's, you know, it's one of those things, like you said in your scenario, where they'll stay quiet during Lodge and mm. then talk about it afterwards. Well, if you're... One of two things could happen and should happen in that situation. One, uh-huh. utilize maybe one of three. Uh-huh. One, utilize the discussion piece to voice that, hey, I'm not sure about this. I have some concerns. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if you haven't had time to formulate those concerns, um, and you're, it's like maybe it's something you heard for the first time and you need to right. formulate an opinion, I think you could probably, you're not the only person in that situation, you could probably request of the master... You know, from right. Marshall Masters, the first time that I'm hearing of this, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Is there any way we could table this to the next meeting so we have time to actually think through it? And right. I can't imagine mm. a, a master denying that request. Unless it's something that's been talked about three, this happens too. Mm-hmm. You discussed mm-hmm. it in the last three meetings and the person that wasn't there for the last three right. is now confused. And you're like, no, we've talked about this three meetings in a row. We're, we're <coughs> going to a vote. So here's the, herein lies the problem with this, okay? Uh, clicks usually tend to take a lodge. And I'll, I'll be honest, I've seen it multiple times where a click will, they'll, they'll eventually get majority of the lodge. Mm-hmm. And because think about this. If you have a click, they're all the same mind, right? They're going to stick together. Right. Excuse me. They're going to stick together, okay? The problem is, is that those who are not part of the in crowd, 
they're going to vote as a Mason with their own conscience. So you're going to have a large majority and you're going to have a, a bunch of scattered minorities of however. Right. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to election of officers. You know, you're going to have a scattered minority of, oh, well, maybe I want Joe to be master. And then, oh, maybe I want to Rocco to be master. Or maybe right. I want so-and-so to be master. But the click is all in cahoots. And they're going to sit there and be like, no, we want, we want Steve to be the master. Right. And let's just say for argument's sake, there's... <clears throat> Six people in this clique. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't, I don't know in other jurisdictions, but, you know, I've been to a, a lot of lodges or, around mm-hmm. Connecticut where maybe you have 15 to 20 in attendance. Right. So mm-hmm. let's say you have 15 and you already have six voting a particular way. Mm-hmm. All you need is a few more and you have the majority. Right. Like you just by virtue of sheer numbers, you have the scattered mm-hmm. minorities Mm-hmm. Statistically, somebody's going to be at uh, seven mm-hmm. or eight, and all you need is eight. Right. You need two votes. So what you're going to do, now what you're going to do is you're going to alienate your other brothers, and I'll tell you why. Two ways you can alienate them. One, you're going to, rather than just being up front. Now, this is talking about things that are being done in the shadows, if you will. Right. I'm not talking about being up front, being in lodge, and be like, listen, we want, you know, I want this guy to be master. And again, I'm just using the... the right. Right. It could be anything. Right. <clears throat> I'm just using this because... It could be a project that the master wants to <laughs> right. put forward. Uh, the, reason, a, the reason why I'm using the election of the master is because there could be multiple people. Whereas usually in like a... Um, uh, like a... Uh, a project, like a... Pa- like a... A fundraiser. A fundraiser or, or something. A project they want to do. It's either going to be a yay or a nay. Right. There's no decision in that, you right. know. Uh, maybe the only difference would be like the decision of how we're going to do it, I guess you can say. Right. But the problem with the click is this, right? This is where you alienate your brothers. Number one, they're going to learn about the click. Oh, yeah. They're usually the people they people think yeah. they're cool about hiding it. It's not. They're they're going to you're going to be exposed. They're going to know that there's a click. Oh, that's the that's the click over there. They all vote the same way all, right. every time. And now what you don't is two things. One. That brother's either going to feel like I need to be part of this clique, or I'm never going to advance. Right. This happens a lot. Please, nobody shoot me the lightning bolt here. With past masters, they're the biggest culprits, especially past masters who have been in lodge for multiple, multiple years, that have always done the old good old boy system of this is how we used to run my lodge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that is a clique in itself. The old, at least, my please don't take this. I don't mean old brothers. I mean older in knowledge brothers, older in experience brothers. Right. Doesn't older necessarily in, mean it has to be your age. Older in Masonic age. Yes, older in Masonic age. Uh, so that, those, so that's where you alienate these brothers. Well, I have to be part of this clique. Otherwise, I'm never going to advance. I'm never going to go anywhere. Right. Dangerous. <clears throat> because, or they see too many times where certain things come mm-hmm. up, and all the votes from these mm-hmm. same people go the the other way and things get pushed through and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't even have a voice anymore. My vote right. doesn't count because mm-hmm. nothing I do short of politicking, which is mm-hmm. against what we do. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be enough votes to. Right. So I need to kick yep. back and, right. and not be involved in this. So it, the other part of it is, yeah, what you were kind of just saying, the other way to alienate them is they just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming to lodge anymore. There's no point. No point to me coming to Lodge because I'm never going to advance. These guys are never going to let me do anything because I disagree with them. They do their own thing. So, fuck it. I'm not going to come. And the, the number one 
<coughs> problem mm-hmm. in all Masonic lodges that are struggling or failing, mm-hmm. the reason why they get there is apathy. And if mm-hmm. you alienate a good portion of your, your members or you just make them not care, mm-hmm. that's going to kill you. That's, that's your death blow is a group of Masons that don't care. So here's the problem, though. Okay, You've now, in a sense, alienated and or pissed off the brothers who are not part of your quote-unquote clique. Let's say, let's use your number of six, right? Mm-hmm. Six guys. How many chairs are in the lodge? Seven. Okay. So... Well, not counting your stewards and whatnot, but... Right, right. No, but I'm, I'm not talking well, about the main... Say, I'm talking about all the chairs. Right. Okay. So now you have to fill those chairs. Well, if you've just alienated those brothers, you're like, ah, I don't want to do this. They're going to bounce. Right. And now you're left with six guys in the lodge. Okay. Now, here's the other kicker. What would you say is the other way that mace, we lose, that lodges lose masons? The, at least in my opinion, the biggest way that we lose masons in lodge. There's a few that come to mind. All right, give me one. Give me one. So the biggest way is they well, they just stop showing up because they're not getting anything out of it. They're bickering or mm-hmm. they're sick of listening to. We're, you're you're kind of picking up what I'm putting down. Just listening to just the business, the the mm-hmm. treasurer's notes, secretary's notes, and or, there's nothing there for them. Or there's nothing there for them anymore because they've already gone through the chairs. Ah, yeah. And they're now a past master, and we know what happens with. Yeah. In at least in my opinion, at least seventy to eighty percent of past masters. They stop showing up. Yeah. So now that five becomes four. It dissipates. Like yeah. <laughs> like <hair. laughs> uh, but now that five becomes four. And then that master's done. That four becomes three. And now you're having, well, I don't understand why we're losing so many masons anymore. Right, and you're not bringing in Think guys about it. You're not bringing in guys to uh, get in the chairs. And also, and, and even if they are bringing in members, okay, if you have a click, right. that click sticks together. They usually don't reach out to the new guys and make them feel inclusive. I've seen this in a commandery. We won't name names. But you have a click where these this click will sit down, they'll all eat dinner together, and the new guy will come in. Nobody extends the olive branch. Nobody says, hey, come sit with us. Come hang out over here. Right. What do they do? They always sit at the table on the far end with the other candidates or, uh, you know, or the, or the young right. members, knights, whatever. And they don't ever interact with the clique because the clique, they've known each other. They're, they're, they're boys. Hey, hey. Not we're, inclusive. We're the squad. We're the, we're, the, we're the team, right? Right. We sit there at the table. And they are not inclusive. So those brothers usually don't come back. Right. Because right, now it's, they don't feel like they're part of the family. Right. And again, it, it's... So now... We preach, you know, you're on the level. You're losing guys on the top end yeah. because they're done with past masters. Yeah, right. Man. And then they move on. They move on. Or they, they will have bigger aspirations. They're done with their... So they're right. done with their Either term. way, they move on. They don't... From blue they move on. Right. Right. And now you're not getting anybody in the bottom end. <laughs> right. So what is it doing? You're thinning out the middle. Right. And that click... Will destroy your lodge. Will crush your lodge. And what it'll end up to be is two or three guys who end up usually sitting in a secretary's or treasurer's chair who are controlling right. not only the lodge and what happens in it, but now the financials and right. the minutes and the paperwork. <clears throat> right. Dangerous. Very because dangerous. now you get into this point where now good luck dislodging them out of those chairs willingly. Well, especially in advancing the lodge, especially um, because a lot of people don't want those chairs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think you've been secretary two years. 
Two or three. Too many years. Too many. Too many years. But uh, <laughs> I think I'm on your year. Oh, I was a secretary in 2000. No, six or seven. Oh years. wow, has it been that long? Okay, I've been I'm a while. Sorry. But it's it's like I've been secretary two years, and it's mm-hmm. time. It's good for the health of the lodge to get different people mm-hmm. in different chairs with different ideas. The and same our- thing. How and I'm not going to make this political, but like we would preach term limits. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the same people in the same chairs with the same ideas, you're not going to grow. <laughs> you're just not going to grow. A secretary, you're gonna and you're a secretary like me. Yeah. Tell me that freaking job doesn't make you fucking mad after a couple of years. Oh, like, absolutely. it makes you insane. Absolutely, it, it does. It, it literally, like, drives you <clears throat> nuts. And, you know, it does one of two things. And, again, I'm not shitting on the secretary's chair. I think, personally, before you're a master, this is my personal opinion, uh, the views expressed of the Freemasons podcast and myself <laughs> do not include. Uh, but I think that before you become master, you should sit as secretary for maybe one year. Yeah. Not so much, uh, maybe assistant secretary or assistant treasurer. So you learn. So you're shadowing and you're learning the ins and outs of the lodge. Because I mean, right. how many masters? And it's been said by uh, one of my one of my favorite Masons in the entire freaking state right Warshall brother ed rost he said and i quote he goes a secretary can make or break your lodge oh without sink a doubt like that without a doubt how many masters pass through the chair that have zero idea if the secretary if i went tits up tomorrow and freaking got hit by the train across the street which yeah. could very well happen i mean jimmy's is right downstairs um but if if i got hit by a train tomorrow you know how many masons in this lodge would know and be able to function and do what I and you and me do. Right. Not too damn many. I mean, thankfully, Grandview, and a lot of people crap on Grandview. I think, I think it's awesome. It's fantastic. It, it's, it's a godsend because the records, a lot of the records are online now. Who's paid your dues? Who haven't paid your dues? Your role? Um, addresses. So if you and I were to kick tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's, still, there's still some there's meaningful right. information that's that's right. uh, preserved right. online, mm-hmm. which is a lot better than inheriting a notebook, right. a binder, Shh. a bag, <laughs> uh, a stop and shop bag full of papers. <laughs> that was our treasure. I, I know. I received, <laughs> I received a uh, briefcase from the 1970s with just basically notebook paper <laughs> and three <laughs> pencils and a calculator. <laughs> See, I'll, and I'll give props to uh, work for brother Bill Schuler. He... Granted, this was pre-Grandview, so mm. he was working with the best system that he could have used. A lot of it was on Excel spreadsheets right. and stuff like that. He put it on a thumb drive for me. Right. And then what I've done is I've created my own thumb drive and have said to the master and other officers, hey, God forbid anything happens to me, here's where the, th- the thumb drive is in this pocket in my backpack. Wait, thumb drive? You laughing at thumb drive? Do you keister it? In my prison wallet? <laughs> So you have your thumb up your ass. That's basically what you're saying. <laughs> a thumb drive. <laughs> Sorry, continue. That's okay. But it's like, okay, here's at least, again, between Grandview and that thumb drive, which they know where it is. Right. Everything, it's not in my prison wallet. Stop. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> there's going to be very minimal that's lost. Very minimal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could even, to take your idea of the assistant, mm-hmm. 
much like your stewards are paired up with your junior warden and your junior deacon is paired up with your senior warden, maybe as part of all of that, since your junior warden's figuring out budget for refreshment and events and things like that, he has to give the receipts to the secretary anyway. Your junior warden, your junior warden can partner up with the secretary and kind of be his, his assistant and just understand what goes on. All right, I give the secretary the receipt as junior warden. Maybe I watch him process those. Maybe I watch and see how he fills out the pay orders and gives them to the treasurer. Understand that. And you could do the same thing with your senior warden. Because keep in mind, your senior warden, who's going to be master the following year, presumably, has to write up a budget. So it might be worth that senior warden partnering up with the treasurer to a certain extent to understand the financials. Because right. that'll make put him in a better position to create a budget. Too many people take, you know, there's some, not everybody is good at making budgets. A lot of people mm -hmm. will just take last year's budget mm -hmm. and copy it. Or take last year's budget, change a couple of numbers, and then, okay, here's my budget. Right. But they're not putting much thought into how to create that is, or the number of members going to be the same. What is, how many members have we lost over the last five years? So right. I can figure that into mm -hmm. the dues and what are our expenses and things like that. And you'll get that through the treasurer. Right. And, well, and part of this is, and this ties into the, the danger of a click and those click members being in those positions Let's say you get a member who is not, uh, let's say you get a master who is not part of this clique, right? Because now the, the clique has gotten small and they've realized, oh, shit, like we're losing members. We need to, we need to bring some more guys in, right? right, right. So now we're going to rush them to the chairs. Right. And you basically have, in my opinion, dummies. You have, you have talking heads in those chairs because they were rushed the master, they don't understand. the master is the master. Sure. You got the title. Right. But did he actually run the lodge? Or did he just go along with the quote-unquote click, the click, right. the click members? Did he have a choice? Right. And a lot of, understand, a lot of young guys will come in. They aspire to be the lodge, the, the lodge uh, master. They aspire to move up in the ranks and everything. But half the problem is, is that now you have these click members, if you will, yep. who are usually, we call, <clears throat> what do you call them, patriarchs? Right? Yeah, you call them patriarchs. Patriarchs are lodge. But understand, they think that they secretly control the lodge. They, well, we decide what happens, blah, 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 blah. And the problem with that is now they get these masters in there that want to do better for the lodge. But they are taking the advice of the clique members. Right. Who now, who've move the lodge in their direction and it's far to their direction where there's no possibility of coming back and this again will tie into with me and we're going to go we're, we're, while we're, we're at the halfway mark here let's go over the ways to break up this click uh you're usually the voice of reason so i'm going to let you go first and then uh we'll talk about uh my nuclear option well there <laughs> there's a couple options i like to employ one is the what i'll say is a a nicer option um you know when you're in a most lodges work a progressive line yes things mm -hmm. can change through the years but as you're going up through the chairs and even when you get to say junior warden and you're within a couple years of master that's a good time to have an officers meeting and talk things through as a group not again this isn't a conspiracy 
No. But I say, no. hey, no, no. what are some of the ideas you guys have? Here are some of my ideas. And if we can find a few things that we all agree upon, mm. we can kind of, for lack of a better term, push that agenda. Mm. Like, hey, we agree we need to focus more on education. You're on board. I'm on board. Okay, mm. so when I'm master, I'm going to start this education piece, and then you guys are going to continue it through. And you, you find that agreement. Again, it's not coercion. It's not conspiracy. It's finding common threads and things you want to work on so you have that continuity. Kills more, kill more bees with honey. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. it, with that continuity and that consistency, mm-hmm. you can grow and you can build upon year after year versus start and stop. You start this year and it stops and somebody comes in with new ideas and he's only there for a year so mm-hmm. he can't get into fruition. <gasps> so that's the, that's the nice way. So can it. we also agree that most of these clicks are usually aggressive? They're the oh, aggressors. Absolutely. They're the ones that are, ah, no, 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 it's not the way we have done it. Right. They're usually the aggressors. They're usually the ones that will, uh, in order to keep their their click or the way things that they want to go the way they want to happen, right. they're usually pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, and that was going to, like, with that, the not-so-nice option, which I don't like to do, but sometimes you have to, mm-hmm. is when things are being discussed and mm-hmm. members of that click are are kind of being bullies and, and mm-hmm. aggressive, as you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Got to call them out on it. And you have to call them yeah. out on it publicly. I think personally, first off, before we get full-on nuclear on this, yeah. uh, I think also the way to diffuse many situations of that nature when they start getting aggressive with you, we haven't done it. Well, what do you suggest? Exactly. And Bring exactly. Question. 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 Uh, well, what do you I suggest? Don't, I don't get it. Explain I it to me. I will bet. 80% of the time, they're not going to have an answer. No, they don't. They don't. And no. then you say, okay, well, why don't we try it this way? Right. If this doesn't work, we'll do it whatever. Yeah. And if you diffuse that situation with the quote-unquote click, you usually can get some sort of a headway where they're like, all right, this guy's not just going to come in here full of freaking you know, fire and brimstone right. and try to throw us out. Right. And they will work with you. And let's understand, you know, underlyingly, yes, it's a click, but we are still Masons. Absolutely. And a lot of so them will, will if you respect play, that. Yeah. If you play to those heartstrings, you usually could probably pull a rabbit out the hat. Yeah. Now, I mean, that happened to me as, as master one year. There was yep. one member of the lodge who was a past master and in one of the chairs, and that's as far as I'll go, that constantly pushed mm-hmm. and pushed and pushed. And then there were a couple times where I would say, hey, uh, you know what? You might have a point there. Mm-hmm. We're going to table this to the next meeting, but between now and then, you and I are going to discuss it and, and make sure that I'm considering everything that needs to be considered. Right. And regardless of, of what, the discussion did, uh, mm-hmm. what the discussion entails and how the vote goes to the next meeting, you've set a precedent in Open Lodge that Hey, you know, I'm not going to rush to judgment. I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to get more information, and then we'll vote on it. Mm-hmm. Even if you end up going against what that person is pushing, and you make a different decision. You're showing that I listened. Mm-hmm. I took into different opinions. Mm-hmm. We're still going to do this, right? Mm-hmm. But you listened. You didn't just say, "Nope, we're going to a vote right now," and I don't care. So uh, this this is the other way, and I don't recommend this. Um, not that, not that I don't recommend it. Uh, I would strong, I would advise caution on this. 
Um, and the reason being is this. Uh, again, I've talked about what happened with me in Morningstar when I was coming up through. Um, we were a dying lodge, so my main goal was to get as many good members or men that I knew of said, hey, I'm doing this thing called masonry. I'm really getting something out of it. I think you, you would enjoy it. So that was my number one. Okay, that, so I wanted to bring Masons in, right. and we all should, right? You want to bring in good guys. I think this would be good for you. Give it a shot. Some of them stayed. Some of them stuck to the wall. Some of them didn't, right? But we tried. That's not happening in organization. Right. It's not recruiting. It's just asking, you know, hey, why don't you go check this out? Right. Try it. See if you like it. You know, some people stick. Some people don't. It's fine. But the problem with with this method is it's... It's kind of your own damn click. And what I'm rec- what I'm what I did was, and again, said it before on this podcast, I started bringing guys in. I knew this lodge was dying, but what happened was now the new guys that I was bringing in under my hat, Warshaw brother Phil, Warshaw bro- uh, excuse me, brother uh, brother George Cochera, brother Howard Luna, brother Joe Antoine, but started bringing in people because these are guys I knew that I knew were good right, dudes. Knew they were good men. But now even though I'm not the master. They kind of have an all, allegiance to you. Now they have an allegiance or to a, me. A loyalty, yeah. And let me tell you, uh, when it wasn't intended this way, okay? So one of two things. Um, you should be trying to bring in members to your lodge to show the benefits of Freemasonry. You should never do it in a arbitrary, is it the word I'm looking for? Yeah. A, a shitty manner, as I was trying yeah. to say it. Haughty. Haughty manner. I wasn't. I was trying to not sound party like, arbitrary. I, I was trying not to sound like a jarhead, but it just it, it flies out sometimes. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't done for like sinister purposes of bringing them in because I'm trying to gain majority right. in my lodge. It's not what it was started off as. Okay, but I will tell you what: once the brothers, the, the the brothers who are part of the quote unquote clique, started to realize, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, they got nasty fast because they realized. Oh wow, we're about to get overrun. Right. That wasn't my intention. Uh, my intention was always from the beginning, and I had multiple officer meetings of talking to them and trying to listen, guys. This is what I think we should do. We should add Saturday meetings because this is the benefits of it. And I explained it to them, and they still wouldn't go for it. Right. And that's fine. It's great. I don't mind the difference of opinion. But what happened is one particular election where this was supposed to be voted on, they started calling up dual members who hadn't been to Lodge in years to try stacking the deck against me. And right then and there is where they got nasty. Now, you know, and I I know this for a fact because there were brothers who said, yeah, I showed up because they told me to and vote this way, and I I just didn't. Right. Now, it's one thing to call brothers and say, hey, we have an important vote coming Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. I'd really like you to be there to vote. Yeah. Because it could change the the course in the future of this lodge. Mm -hmm. Leave it at that. So this did one of two things to me, okay, when this whole thing went down in this particular night. Number one. You went all Sun Tzu. No, I didn't go Sun Tzu. (laughs) No, 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 Sun Tzu. Uh, Although I love that book. I know you I should read it. After I'm done with Enki, maybe I'll read that one, Art of War. I mean, it's good. You can use it. It's not just warfare. I mean, there's business people. There's use it in lodge. I mean, it's got... Great information. You can apply it to your life. Um, but anyway, um, what this particular thing did was they had this, This and again, I, I, I was open about what I wanted to do. I was right up front, uh, and it confirmed one of two things. that When they all showed up, these past masters and you know 
dual members who had never been to Lodge in 12, 13 years showed up, I knew, one, that there was a click. That, right. that was my confirmation. There is a click. There's an underlying power grab for what is happening in this Lodge. And two, I knew when I was told by this particular brother that the click told him to vote this way, I knew I was right in what I was doing. I knew I was doing the right thing by adding Saturday meetings because it was logical. And if they actually needed to say to him, vote against this, you're wrong. (laughs) And I I ended up proving my point at the end, which the Saturday meetings are huge here at Morningstar Lodge. But so I guess that would be the nuclear option is to start not making your own click, but bring in people that are not part of a clique. Right. And then you bring in... And I never... I want to be clear. I never... Any of those these brothers that I brought in underneath me, I didn't tell them you're going to vote my way. Right. I want you to follow me. You want to bring in free independent thinkers and however it goes, it goes. It's also a good check on yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To know that, hey, my ego's not getting out of control. I'm not... And you're my check, Because... I know. Well, that's why... And I want to get into that, (laughs) our relationship as well. Um, But, like, it's a good check for yourself... Because these are brothers, if they're truly loyal to you, and I'm not saying blindly loyal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're going to say, hey, dude, I hear what you're saying, but I, I got to tell you, that sounds kind of wonky to me. And here's why. And here's why it, it doesn't get that way. And it's mm-hmm. funny that you bring that up because, you know, when I became a member here at Morningstar, mm-hmm. you know, I hear whispers. I Trust me, I hear them. Of? And it's like, oh, it's one of George's guys. Really? He does the podcast with George. He's one of George's guys. Oh, well, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant like, like you were the outsider and I had a click in the lodge. Oh, No, it was more the, oh, even yeah. in, you know, and I'm not going to bring Ken into this and speak for mm-hmm. him, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's, there's another guy. In there's George. another George There's guy. another guy. Oh, another guy. George. But in reality, if people knew us and had mm-hmm. any insight mm-hmm. into the private conversations we have, we agree on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but we also disagree on a lot of things. Yep. And sometimes we just say, all right, well, we're not going to get to a common ground on this. Um, and that's okay. But we have those discussions. So anybody... I mean, how many times have I said something and you're like, you're wrong. Yeah. And I go home. And I'll throw a phone. I'll, I'll kick the dog. Yeah. I'll kick the dog or something like that. And then all of a sudden, I'll be like, God damn it, he was right. <laughs> I know, but, you know, if for the perception to be up... That's one of George's guys. He's just going to follow along with yep. George, whatever he wants to say and no. do. They clearly don't get the dynamic of our relationship. Right. No, um, they don't. And, you know, and kind of to, to the point you were talking about, the clicks getting aggressive. Mm-hmm. If you want the number one way, or there's two ways to really identify that click. One, propose something and see who gets the most aggressive. <laughs> two, whoever's starting to accuse you of being part of a click. Mm-hmm. They're part of a clique <laughs> because they see you know, it's like right. a disinformation oh, campaign. What do you? We're they're the clique. We're not the clique. Right. Look at them. Look at those guys. They're always right. hanging out. Going to have, they're going to each other's kids' birthday parties. And right. Well, well, you were invited too, douche, and you didn't show up. <laughs> and I brought a gift. You can bleep that out if you want. No, it's like <laughs> that was perfect. But it's like. And then, like I've I've been accused of being in in two different right. cliques. Right. And they're like, well, you know, we've noticed that you pal around with people outside a lodge, and you, you do this, and you, you know, you talk to all these people. And I looked at this right worshipful brother and said, I talk to you three times a week. 
<laughs> By your definition, you're part of this clique that I'm in. I talk to you more than I talk to them. It's funny, too, because it's like, you know, it, it, sometimes, like, in Morningstar, I feel like the whole world has spun on me, right? Because yeah. now I'm the guy who's the leader of the clique, and I'm like, right. I'm not part of a clique. I don't want to be secretary anymore. Right. I want to sit on the sidelines and do nothing. I've been begging somebody to take the secretary's chair for freaking years mm. now. Like, and with you, it's more I don't want the power. Like, I don't want right. to say shit. And with you, it's more of a guild than a clique. But. Yeah, right, lollipop. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like, but I, I start questioning this person, and they're like, and like, well, then that makes you part of the clique. Well, well, you're not, then you're not really part of the clique. Like, right. they pulled in Alex Jones. Well, you, you just, yeah. okay, well, who's in this clique? Well, so-and-so and so-and-so. I posted something about Alex Jones on Discord. Did you get a laugh out of that? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I actually saw the, uh, how do you see the, that? the Rogan... Uh, uh, how do you see on Discord? Yeah. For as little as $3 a month, you join Patreon, where you get exclusive access to Patreon content, and mm. you also get exclusive access to our Discord page, which now has up to eight channels. Ooh. And then, uh, in addition, you get a gold tone Freemasons podcast pin, all mm. for as little as $3 a month. And if you haven't gotten your gold tone pin yet, and you're a part of Patreon, reach out to Raf. Reach out to Raf. Get it. He'll give you give him give him your address, and you will get it. Go on to Discord and just mm-hmm. at Bro Raf. Yep. Um, but um, so you seen the Alex Jones one? Yes. I didn't see it. Did he bring up masonry? Please tell me. No, he did not. Awesome. He's on you this know? whole globalist thing, but like, I give Joe Rogan a lot of credit. Like if you listen to it, he's constantly reeling him in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And constantly he is, he's he's Alex Jones is throwing stuff out there. He's like, hold on, before you go on to the next thing, mm-hmm. whoever his guy in the back, Jimmy, Jamie, something like that, mm-hmm. look that up, and let's right. let's see if that's accurate. Because like if you're mm-hmm. right, I want to give you credit. But if you're wrong, I can't have you spewing that on my right, show. Right, right, right. And then mm-hmm. Alex Jones would try to speak over him, and he, like he did an excellent job yeah. reeling him. But for me as a listener, mm-hmm. it's freaking exhausting. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's exhausting. It's- it's yeah. like talking to your you know, ADD friend well, that just got jacked up on 20 Mountain Deuce. Then I shouldn't tell you that uh, next Sunday at 4 p.m., Alex Jones will be joining us on the podcast? No, he's not. He's a liar. <laughs> no, I would look Are forward to it. you freaking nuts? I would look forward to it because I would call him on the podcast. We would have like three fact checkers that day, <laughs> not counting Rocco. He would be the fourth. But like literally, we'd have to sit there and. Just Rocco would be in the corner, just doing his thing. He's right. He's right. right you know, Rocco is—he's Mister Conspiracy Theorist too. You know why? You know why Georgia flipped uh, flipped blue, right? Because they hate Italians. I'd get killed if I went down there. This is a real conversation I've had with Dr. Rocco. Not about they, that's the oh, reason why I flipped shit. blue, but he's not allowed to go down south because they hate Italians and they'll kill him. What the hell? Yeah. Oh man, that's funny shit. But, um, hey, God bless you. But anyway, brother uh, <laughs> the um, <coughs> that was funny. I needed that laugh. But to, to finish up what I was saying before, so by the time I whittled this guy down, he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, these two people—they're the click." I'm like, "They're two people. We have a hundred members." Right. You can consider every DD an AGM freak, right? Then, like, if that's the case, and, and not for nothing, if your right. three principal officers are, are like-minded, not saying mm-hmm. they're in a click, but if they're like-minded and working together, mm-hmm. that's a great thing for your lodge. And if you and are inclusive and inclusive, mm-hmm. that's the key. And if you are uh, a, a member who, and this is my opinion, again, the opinions of this. Uh, the, opi- the opinions expressed on the Freemasons <laughs> podcast are of their own and not necessarily those of any Grand Lodge, Grand Lodge, Grand Lodge jurisdiction or any particular Blue Lodge, appendant body, 
or anything to do with masonry whatsoever. <laughs> I think I covered everything. Perfect. Um, my personal opinion is uh, I, I do believe in, I don't want to say term lengths, but for me as a secretary who's done it for seven years now, six, seven years now, I, I'm a big proponent of the young guys taking over. Absolutely. It's and good for the health of the lodge. I don't think me who has been doing, been around the horn for quite some time and been in high places and been kind of in control in a sense or have an opinion of control, I don't think it's good for I continue to because it's detrimental to the young guys. I think the ones who are still either earning their bones, coming up to the chairs, and or a fairly new past master who just left the master's chair um, should take over secretary. Learn something else. Take over another responsibility. I've always liked the most recent past master to be the chaplain. He's ah. sitting next to the master. He mm. was just there and can whisper that good counsel to him, sometimes real time, when they need right. it. Um, and I think that's a good advisory mm. capacity. You, you don't have any. You, all right. your job is to read prayers mm. and make sure he doesn't go off the rails. And prompt, as long as they right. look at you. Don't be that guy. Oh, uh, don't be that guy. <laughs> Oh my God! But for me, I wouldn't mind seeing a past master slide over to the secretary's chair. So then, at yeah. some point, you'd be like, "You did all this shit when I was master." Like, yeah, 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 yeah I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. how was your year? Was it super? Right. Did you have a good time up there. That's great. Well, but the problem is now where I was. <laughs> people with Grandview will never understand the initial struggle, not only of what it was like pre-Grandview, but to take the pre-Grandview records right. and get them over to Grandview. They'll never understand that. So then no. somebody's going to come in and go. This is what you were pitching and moaning about all these years? This uh -huh. is easy. Yeah, yeah, This yeah, is yeah, easy. So. Anyway, what do you say? I think this was a good one. I this think this was a good one. I'm good, uh, yeah. very curious. I want to encourage our listeners to uh, mm -hmm. go on our, our Facebook page or our community page or our Discord members um, to throw some comments in there. Let us yeah. know your thoughts. Let us. Usually we could feed off of some live comments mm -hmm. while we're doing this. We did have some technical yep. glitches, so it's not going live tonight. But um, We will be live your Thursday. Yeah, we'll so. be back in time. All right. your feedback. Yeah, definitely. All right. What do you say? Wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right. I'll take it. For the Freemasons podcast, I am Rate Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Don't be part of a click. Click. <laughs>